bless the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, stand with us this morning. Hallelujah, Jesus. We welcome everyone this morning to Christ Center Church. Hallelujah. We welcome all our online viewers. Worship with us this morning as we give the Lord praise, honor, and glory. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus.
worthy. He's worthy. Is he worthy, saints? Isn't our God worthy? All hail King Jesus. All hail Emmanuel. He's the King of kings. He's the Lord of lords. He's the bright morning star. We worship the King of kings. And that name of the king is Jesus. There may be kings on earth, but there's only one king that's over all. And that's the name of Jesus. There may be lords in this earth, but there's only one Lord. And that name of the Lord is Jesus. Let the church shout, Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we present ourselves, hallelujah, as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. And let us not be conformed to this world, but let us be transformed by the renewing of our mind. We pray that, Father, your presence is here. Your spirit is here. The one name that is above every name. The one God that is above every God. Angels bow before him. Heaven and heaven and earth adore him. We serve the name of Jesus because there's only one Lord. There's only one faith. There's only one baptism. You must be saved by no other name. For neither salvation is in any other. But there is only one name. There is no other name given among men whereby we must be saved. So we ask your presence to abide with us. I pray your spirit to rest upon us, the praise and worship team. Whatever should be done, bless the offering. Bless the giving. Bless the online ser- online saints that are watching from near and far. I pray that if they have not received, received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, by the authority in the name of Jesus, we say receive ye the Holy Ghost. We believe that salvation is alive. Salvation can reach where you are. We can touch you in places where you will not be touched. We have the power. We have the authority. We believe that there is no other power that can reach you but the power of the name of Jesus. And we trust that God will bless and abide. Bless our leader. Bless our pastor. Plant him like a seed, oh God. Plant him grounded. Plant him, oh God, fervent. And I pray that God, you will continue to bless an anointing upon him. And bless the anointing on his family. And we speak against every force. Every demonic power that come against the man of God. We believe that every dry thing shall be made alive. We pray every dry thing may become, oh God, fulfilled in this season, in this hour. We believe thine is the kingdom. Thine is the power. Hallelujah. Thine is the glory. Both now and forever. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly. And abundantly. And abundantly. And above all you may ask or think. According to the power that worketh in Christ and the church, we shall receive souls. Souls shall be added. We shall see revival. We shall see wonders. We shall be signs. And we shall go in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. God bless you. In Jesus' name. Come on, let's continue to give glory. Let's continue to give the Lord some praise in this place. Hallelujah, Jesus. Everybody clap your hands. Hallelujah. We're here to praise and magnify the name of Jesus. We're going to need your help this morning. Hallelujah. The name above all names. Name above all names. Blessing. Blessing. And honor. And honor. Name above all names. Name above all names. Dominion. Dominion. And power. 
be saved. H2H, there is a name above all names. There's no other name of Jesus. There is no other name under heaven whereby we must be saved. H2H, there is a name above all names. Under heaven, whereby we must be saved. H to H, there is a name above all names, and there's no other name but Jesus. No other name but Man, 
God work in such a miraculous way, Brother Darrell? I said, the first thing that I have on my list, I wrote down a few things on my list this morning. The first thing I wrote down was prayer. Things not going to happen the way it normally happens, so to speak, if we don't pray. The Spirit of God not going to move if we don't pray. We have to pray. We have to have a prayer life. We have to develop a prayer life. A, a, a praying church will make it. If we don't pray, we're not going to make it. Listen, I was looking at the praise singers, and I said, 90% of the praise singers that were here this morning, they join us in prayer. And if you have 90% of the congregation involved in everything that God does, God will do miraculous things in your life. The reason why God don't do things in our lives is because we don't be where we need to be with God. That's the first thing. The second thing was, Pastor was uh, at BOT on Thursday night. He wasn't here. But Brother Haskell preached uh, on uh, the topic. I won't say what the topic was. But I'm saying, oh, ironic it is for Pastor to come and preach the sermon he preached. Not being here to listen to Brother Haskell's message on Thursday night. I would recommend our advising for all of us that weren't here, all, all of you that weren't here, to go and listen on, you know, our service. You know, we, we, we do these things because we need to be encouraged. We do these things because we need to everyone to be blessed. But, you know, Brother Asker was a blessing to us Thursday night. Amen. He preached us a wonderful message on Thursday night. So I would recommend you to go and listen to the sermon. Amen. The Bible study writer. Now, the other thing was, I was looking and uh, I'm watching the praise and worship, worshiping God. And they're giving everything in God. So I, I'm there saying, Pastor, you know, these, these, these praise and worship, they make sacrifices. They come out and they practice and they go through their, their, their rehearsals and everything, which is very good. You know, I'm involved in most of them, not all of them. But, you know, I, I, I commend you where, you know, respect where respect is due. I commend you for your sacrifice and for your hard work. You, you, you guys are putting out, you guys are praying, and God's are going to continue to bless you. You got to realize that God must be in everything that we do. Amen. For us to be blessed. Now, the other thing was, I, I read a scripture <laughs> this morning in the 9 a.m. service. Not knowing the verse of scripture, Pastor was going to, to be honest, Pastor sent out the, the message, but I did not look at it. And so while the praise and worship was singing, I went into the, my scripture on my phone, and I pulled up. And then I said, oh, my God. Pastor came up, and he had the Bible. I'm like, I, I'm sure when Pastor came in, I said, what is Brother Scarlett doing? He probably saying that in his mind because he may think that's as part of his message. Now, um, you know, but Pastor preached, and he poured out his heart so much. And again, you know, Pastor, I, I want to commend you. Um, you know, I use it all the time and said you, you, you're an example in, in, in the things that you do. And it's so important that we can have leaders in our life that we can model after. Because if we don't have leaders in our life that we're going to model after, um, we, we're going to be a church where we just do any and anything. And this is not in this church. Amen. You know, the other thing that I was looking at, which is not on my list, but I meant to make it on my list, was I'm looking at all the families that are here and all the children that are here. And I'm saying to all the parents that are here, 
being weary, I commend you for bringing out your children into the house of God to praise and worship God. You've been an example. You've been a role model. And again, I can relate that to, you know, I'm so glad to have my kids in the house of God. You know, the other day, Joe was sharing a message with us that one of his teammates from his basketball, you know, uh, text him a long message. And um, I was hoping that when he was here, um, he, he would share the testimony. But, you know, when, when he shared the testimony with us, you know, I, I was saying, oh, my God. You know, for you to be an example on the basketball team where you are in college. And young men can look at you and commend you because of your dedication, your commitment to God. You know, it, it, it means volume. So I'm encouraging every family, everyone that is a part of every family here, continue to do what you're doing in Christ because only what you do for Christ will last. Amen. 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 Everybody say it's offering time. Come on, it's offering time. Amen. Don't forget, if you're not yet a part of our stewardship campaign, our, our pledge um, committee, and you want to be a blessing, amen, if you want to be a part of the miracle that God has for us, you know, you can see, you know, our 9 a.m. service, we pretty much packed out. Our 10.30 service is pretty much getting there. And, you know, we need space. We need room. We need everybody to be comfortable where they are. You know, and I commend everyone that take the time out to be in, in service this morning. And I pray God will continue to bless us and keep us as a family. And we continue to work whilst yet day. Amen. So if you have not yet commit or uh, make your pledges yet, we're encouraging you to please do so. Uh, we're in a new year. And it can be any day, any moment that we get the message that it's time for us to go to the table. We want to make sure when that when we get the call, we can go with the table with money in our hand, if you know what I mean. You know, but we can only go there with everyone put uh, your 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 mouth where your money is. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I get it wrong. I twist it around. I always twist it around. Your, your money where your mouth is. That's it. Amen. I get it twist around. But you know, you know what I mean. So, you know, please make sure you give your pledge. Please make sure whatever small that you have, if you already fulfill your pledge and you want to give a little bit more, be a blessing. God will bless you in return. You have done that for me, and I'm sure it can do it for many of us that are here, our online congregation, just the same for you. If you want to give online, you can go to www.myccc.faith. If you want to go to Cash App, you can go to dollar sign CCC 2711. And if you want to go to PayPal, it's the at sign Christ Center Church. If you want to pay electronically while you're here, you can feel free to see Sister Patrice, a little Jordan over there. Or if you want to give in the house of God, we have two ushers up here. We have uh, one. Make sure you write on the envelope where your funds are going. I think Brother Tom have the the uh, pledge. He has the pledge. Uh, 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 envelope on his left and my left, uh, your right, and Brother Henry has the, the tithes offering. So make sure you give unto the Lord and designate where your funding needs to be. Amen. We're going to invite you to stand with us at this time. Amen. As we pray and as we um, continue to worship the Lord this morning. Bow your heads with us this morning. Heavenly Father, we love you. We thank you, Lord God, for your presence that we feel in this place, oh God. You're truly great and greatly to be praised, O oh God. 
We worship you because you're worthy. We worship you because you're holy. We worship you because you are righteous, Lord God. We magnify your name. We glorify your name. Father God, as we're about to receive this morning's offering, we ask your blessing upon every giver, those who have to give and those who have not likewise, O oh God. Help them, Lord God, to be a blessing in the house of God. We give you all the glory and all the honor as we continue to worship you in the mighty name of Jesus. And everybody said amen. Bring your tithes and offering unto the Lord.
on, let's continue to give the Lord some praise. Let's continue to give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah. I'm not in church by myself. Amen. If you can stand to your feet one more time, we're going to worship Jesus right before the pastor comes up and preach. Let's worship the Lord this morning. Amen. Build your church, build it from the ground up. We 
today. Oh, Lord, we feel your presence. The presence of the Lord is in this place. The presence of the Lord is in this place. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, church. Let's clap our hands unto the Lord and let's thank him this morning for his goodness, for his presence. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The Lord is great and greatly to be praised. Glory be to God. My God. What happened to Christ Center Church? Oh, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Jesus. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 Come on, let's clap our hands unto the Lord one more time. I feel like, Sister Patrice, I feel like we we are the, the, the POA Northeast. POA Northeast. Y'all blessed me this morning. You know, every year we go to Because of the Times, Brother Scarlett, the, the opening nights, we always have our general superintendent preach just for a short while. And then Pastor Mangan, well, he's Bishop Mangan now um, of the POA. He would preach the next message, which is the main message for the night. But every 
because of the times when he's getting ready to preach, they normally sing a special song that tailors his message. <laughs> if you ever just go back and watch because of the times and you look at the first night and every night that he preaches the first time, the song, the last song that they sing as a choir it will always be a song that's tailored after his message because that's just how they operate. This is why I said they're the probably the, 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 the best operated church that I know about. They're just so well-oiled and so in tune and they just do things so decent and in order. And I admire them. I admire how they do things. And this morning I've come into our church, the number one church, the greatest church in the world, Christ-centered church. And I said, what just happened in this church? Because y'all really, really blessed me this morning. And I'm sure those that are a part of the congregation, those who are online, you have been blessed. Because this praise and worship and, and, and the ministers, they, they have been a blessing. And I got to tell you, this week, while I, well, last week while I was at um, the Because of the Times conference, you know, you can tell when God transmits something. And when God transmits something, you lose all control of what's transpiring within your being but you know something that's greater than you has overtaken you and i remember one of those services where that had happened i said okay god you have just transmitted something you have imparted something you have done something and i just knew he was doing it here and i knew when i got back here that this church was going to be different and i'm telling you don't you settle and think that you're the same church that started seven years ago god has taken you to another level and you need to know that. You're not that same church that started seven years ago. And I have to tell you that God has called you. You are a part of this church. God has called you to do the extraordinary. God has called you to use you in the supernatural. You're not just any kind of gathering of people. But you are the church of the living God. And God is going to do some special things through you. Because the vision that God has given us, the, 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 the passion that God has given us is for us to stop settling and not say that we are not going to be like the Bible belt because God says he's got one church and his church is powerful wherever it is and we don't have to have revival in Texas and we can't have it in the northeast in New Jersey God wants us to have a move of his spirit and God wants the power of God to reign wherever his church is there's supposed to be a mighty move there's supposed to be demonstration and the supernatural and so God is wanting to do that here and because we have made up in our mind that we're not going to settle and think that we can't see the extraordinary or the supernatural in this area, God is going to do something special in us. And you know what's great about it? I have not sensed in this church any pride or any kind of anybody thinking that they're better than anyone I believe that this church is a humble church and you want to just do God's will more than anything else. And that's a requirement for what God wants to do. We're on our way, church. We're on our way to do what God wants us to do. We're on our way to make the difference God is going to use us to make. All that is before us is not because of who we are, but it's because of who he is. It's there before us. And the thing that God is going to allow us to do and to possess and to operate in, it's not because of who we are, but it's because of who he is. And I thank God for it. I thank God for it. I thank God for what he's doing in all of your lives. 
Amen. My grandmother, I got to tell you all this. My grandmother called me, um, I think it was Saturday um, or Friday night, and she said, that young man knows the Bible. He teach so I can understand. And I, when you get an elder like that to say to you that you have taught that they will, that they had received and understood, Brother Hasker, job well done. Pray for Brother Hasker. Pray for his family. And I'm telling you that because when God's got a plan for your life, the devil is not going to make it easy. And we have to pray their strength for their family because God really does have a plan for their life. And the devil is not going to make it easy for them. So pray their strength in the Lord. But we thank God for Brother Hasker and his family and for what God is doing in them. I thank God for uh, this morning for the praise and worship. Y'all was just outstanding. Uh, the, the songs, they were meaningful. They were biblical. That's what I'm talking about. I, you guys are catching it. You guys are catching it, man. You're singing songs that are scriptural based. They're biblical. They, they have meaning behind them. It's powerful. And I just thank God for that. And I thank you, uh, praise and worship. As Brother Scarlett says, you have sacrificed in your time and you're praying and God is going to do great things through you. And I thank you this morning to Minister Bradley, to Minister Scarlett, Minister Henry, and all of you that are serving this morning, I salute you in Jesus' name. I believe that God is working some great things in your life. Let's continue to pray more than we've ever prayed. Don't get a taste of this and start settling. The more you taste it, the more you need to say, oh, God, we want to see more. We want to see more. We want to see more and let God continue to do what he needs to do so we can see more. Amen. Continue to be faithful to what God is wanting to do through you. Don't get don't let up. Don't let the devil get the best of you because you've got the best of him right now. Matthew chapter 16, verse number 18. Again, I'm just so grateful to be in the house of the Lord. I greet all of you in the wonderful name of Jesus. Those of you that are here, those of you that are um, our online congregation, I greet you. Amen. I thank you for being with us today. God is a, just amazing and doing a wonderful work in our midst. Amen. Well, we have a guest with us this morning, and I don't know how to say your name, so I'm going to have to um, put you on the spot. You said it to me this morning, and so now you're going to have to say it to me again. What is your name? Choa. Chama. Chama. All right. Well, you know, you got about a, three different people saying it. I don't know who is right. But we welcome you. I want y'all to love her up. She called early this morning. Now, I got to figure something out here. So, so hear me. She called early this morning on the church line and said that she wanted to come to church. Are we going to have church in person or just online only? I don't even know how she know about online only. But, but we'll get to that in a little bit. But, but I said we're going to be in person and we're going to be online as well. And she said she will be here. She told me her name. And just like when she told me, I said, ooh, that's going to be hard to say. And so um, I said, okay, I'll see you in a little bit. And so I'm here, and I have on my Apple Watch so I can tell when my phone is ringing. And my phone is ringing, and I'm seeing it on my watch. So I had to run in the kitchen. <laughs> I had to get my phone out. Is my phone in the kitchen? Yeah, it's Christ in the church. So she told me it was her. And says, she said, where do I park and what door do I come in? And I finally, you know, was able to tell her, door number nine, just park anywhere in the parking lot. And so in my mind, I'm like, 
man, what am I going to do about the phone thing? You know, because I don't want it. I don't want people to be coming in and they're calling the church trying to figure out where the church is and try to get parking. And, and we can't answer them because we're just, you know, in the glory. So we're going to figure something out with that. <laughs> but we welcome you, Chuma, to Christ Center Church. Amen. <laughs> She didn't put down that she was a guest of anyone. How did you hear about us? Build your church. Build your church. Build your From the ground up. It ain't about us. All we are, we're just going to do what he wants us to do, and he'll send whoever he wants to send, and we thank God for that. Amen. We welcome you to Christ-Centered Church. You got to know that if you're here, it was God's will that you are here. And if there's anything at all that we can do for you, please don't hesitate to ask us. We will do whatever we can to help you fulfill your purpose in Christ. We got kids coming up. We have people having babies. Oh, man. The Lord, Terry, I'm going to be watching y'all do this thing and doing it right as I move on. (laughs) I look forward to all that God has in store for us. Amen. We've, I've seen some, let me tell you, church, you are, you are in a good place. You're where God wants you to be. I heard some preaching um, for the, um, last week, and I, I'll say this, and as I, say, I can say it as humbly as I can. I move myself out of the equation, and I just want you to know the words that God is speaking to you and ministering to you, you're getting the best of the best, the cream of the crop, because there's a lot of things that has been preached in this congregation that I heard preaching in the places where I go. I, I sat at a table Monday night for, this is where all the, um, the district, the, the, the general board meets, and, you know, we have special meetings right before because of the times. And, man, we were having conversations at the table where I still got, got one guy that says, I still got to call you so you can tell me that story about, you know, what the Lord showed you about that. And I just say, you know, we are in a good place that God is speaking to us and speaking through us. And so don't take it for granted. Don't you think that this is ordinary? We're not, we're not, we're not in an ordinary place. And, and sometimes what happens to us as people is we take for granted what God is doing because it's just what we're used to. Don't get used to what God is doing. It's not ordinary. You are just in a place where God is doing extraordinary and supernatural things in you and through you. Don't, don't take it for granted. Don't overlook it and don't just think it's just no big deal. Because if you leave here and go someplace, you're going to realize it is a big deal. It is a big deal. So hold on. Trust the Lord to do what he's going to do. And you're going to see great things. Your family, are they're going to be saved. You're going to see things that you would not believe or did not believe or could not believe whatever happened. God is going to do it. Just keep being faithful. Keep being faithful. Keep being faithful. Matthew chapter 16, verse number 18. Amen. Sorry for the Eagles fan that all lost last week and miserable today. But the Lord has been so good that you're not miserable, I guess. Amen. 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 The Patriot fan and the Eagle fan had to have lunch the other day because they were just all just sitting and just, you know, going through their, uh, you know, so I feel bad. All the Aaron Rodgers fans, I feel bad for y'all. You know, I don't know what to tell y'all. My Buffalo Bills played tonight. Yes, yes, yes. Amen. 
Mr. Brantley know his Steelers. I don't know what was his. He, well, you know, give Pittsburgh Steelers fan. They, they, they knew they wasn't doing nothing. Big Ben was just old. So, you know, whatever they were getting, it was just, you know, icing on the cake. It wasn't anything good. So Pittsburgh Steelers fans, you know, y'all need a quarterback and all of that stuff. And the Buffalo Bills is on the scene. Matthew chapter 18, chapter 16. Amen. How I go from the Buffalo Bills to Matthew chapter 16. I guess that's what y'all thinking, huh? Ah, Yalabusata. Oh, help us, Holy Ghost. Amen. I love this church. I love y'all. I love y'all. We have all kind of stuff going on. But that's the body of Christ. That's, that's as it's supposed to be. For people that think that church is boring, they, they just been in the wrong church. <laughs> that, that can't be the church. They were, they were assembled, but they, they, they weren't in the church because the church is not boring at all. Amen. A lot of good stuff that's happening in God's church. Amen. All of our congregation all around the world, Canada, Jamaica, Florida, and Europe and Asia, all the people, we greet you in Jesus' name, and we're glad that you have tuned in to be with us today and be a part of the church, God's service. Matthew chapter 16, verse number 18 says, And I say also unto thee, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Jesus, your presence is in this house. You've already moved upon us, Lord God, and Lord, we're not satisfied. We want more of your spirit to move upon us. We want your power to overshadow us. And Lord, you know the need of every individual in this house this morning, every individual that have joined us via online. You know their situations. You know their need, almighty God. And this morning, Father, I pray for every person under the sound of my voice that have a great need, that you will exceed their need, Lord God, that you will provide and that you will work out, that you will do just what needs to be done in their life, Lord God whether it's healing, whether it's deliverance, whether it's salvation, whether it's restoration, whether it's faith, almighty God, I pray your will to be done in their life, Father. I pray and ask now, Lord, that the gifts of the Spirit will operate in this service, Lord God, and that you'll anoint me, Lord, one more time to speak as your oracle. Touch the hearing of your people to hear what the Spirit of God is saying unto them. Let your word be imparted into our heart that our life will be transformed form, never ever to be the same again, Lord. Have your way this morning, Lord. Let all the people, Lord God, wherever they're gathered together this morning, experience the power from on high. Experience, oh God, a moving of your spirit right where they are, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Can everybody in the house of the Lord say amen? amen. Clap your hands unto the Lord and you may be seated. The word church derives from the Greek word ecclesia, which means those called out. Those called out. Who are those that are called out? Those called out from what? When you hear called out ones, called out from what? 
called out from what we call the normal, everyday, ordinary people of this world. So when you are the church or when you hear the word church, you realize those are called out people. They're called out from among the ordinary, the normal people of this world. Somebody say amen. The term ecclesia denotes the community of the redeemed. Those, when you get called out, when you answer the call of God and you come out, the Bible says, come out from among them and be separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing. And so when you answer the call of God to come out from among the ordinary, to come out from among the normal, from to come out from among darkness, to come out from among sin, when you answer the call of God to come out, you respond to God and you allow God to redeem you. A lot of times we don't realize that when God is calling us, he is not just calling us to come out of something, but he's calling us to come out of it so we can be set unto something else. So you, he brings you out to, to, to connect you or to, to, to set you or to, 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 to put you someplace else to be connected with something else. You don't get pulled out and get placed in the middle. And so now you're in between two things. No, when God call you out from sin, when God call you out from the ordinary, when God call you out from the normal, he's calling you out so you can be set unto him. Mm-hmm. All who are called out are redeemed. The church are those called out to follow Jesus Christ and to no more be like everyone else who is normal and ordinary. To no more live like the majority of the people around them according to the standards of this world. So when you're called out, you're called out to no longer be ordinary. When you're called out, you're called out to no longer be normal. Somebody say normal. But you're called out to to stand out. (laughs) Help me, somebody. God call you out so you can stand out. When you're with the crowd, you don't stand out. But when you come from out of the crowd and your place where God wants you to be in the church, to be a part of the church, that's when you stand out. The word ecclesia is nowhere used of heathenistic religion assembly in scripture. Therefore, whenever we speak of the church, we can only be speaking of the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, the called out ones, the body of Christ, and soon to be the bride of Christ. There is only one church, and that one church is the body of Christ, and they're the called out people. Somebody say amen. So, it sounds like the church is pretty special. So how can I become a part of that church, that special church? Organism. One become a part of the church by saying yes to the call. That call can be made. Well, the Lord ultimately made the call, but he uses now whomever he will to send forth that trumpet, to sound the trumpet of the call to see who will answer the call. And so one become a part of the church by saying yes to the call, having faith. 
in Jesus Christ, repenting of sins, baptizing by immersion in water with the name of Jesus Christ being declared over you and being filled with the gift of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking with other tongues. This is the biblical way to become a part of the church. There is no other way to become a part of the church than to have faith in Jesus Christ, than to repent of sins, than to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, than to be filled with the gift of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking with other tongues. That's how you become a part of the church. Preacher, how can you say that? Because the Bible confirms it in Acts chapter 2, verse 1. Through four, the Bible confirms what happens to the church or what happened to the church on the day of Pentecost when the church first began. In Acts chapter 2, verse 36 through 47, it talks about the beginning of the church and how the church came to be and how God established the church and what must be done for you to become a part of the church. No other way than what God says. To become a part of the church. By now I hope you have concluded that the church is not a normal assembling of people. The church is not ordinary. When one becomes a part of the church, he or she stopped being normal according to the ways of this world and had entered into the realm of the supernatural, the abnormal, the extraordinary. For the church has God's name, God's power, and God's authority. I have come to preach to you today that we are the church. And we are not normal. We are the church and we are not normal. You cannot be the church and be normal. You have to realize that when you are called out from among everybody else to be a separate people, automatically you become not normal. Automatically you become a people with, that is called out unto Christ and different from everybody else. I have come to tell you this morning, stop trying to be normal like those who have who have not yet say yes to the call and following Jesus Christ. We have to realize, church, I can't tell you. Help me go. Help me, Holy Ghost. Uh, let me tell you, if you really love the people who is in your life, if you really love the people that you associate with, if you really love your neighbor as yourself, uh, if you really love people, guess the best thing you can do for them? Be the church. If you really care about people like you say you do, the best way to show them you care is to be the church. Because guess what? If I become like them, I will never be able to help them. But as long as I am the church, as long as I'm not normal like them, as long as I am not like them and I am the church, I can help them. But the moment I become normal like them, they have no hope. They have no hope. We're not normal, church. And we have to take heed to that and just recognize that that's who we are. It is impossible to be the church and be normal like everyone who is not a part of the church. They don't have his name like you have the name of Jesus. They don't have his power and authority. So we're not normal like them. So quit trying to be normal like everybody else. It is time for us, the church, to start being who we are. We are the church of the living God, and there is nothing normal about us. 
Touch your neighbor and say, there's nothing normal about me. Tell your other neighbor, there's nothing normal about me. You want me to tell you why there's nothing normal about you? Talking in tongues in that heavenly language is not normal. <laughs> Repentance and baptism in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins is not normal. Speaking to sickness and diseases and telling them to come out of the individuals that is possessed, that is not normal. That is extraordinary. That is supernatural. So when you begin to speak to sickness, when you begin to speak to disease, when you begin to speak in tongues, guess what? You are not being normal. And I got good news for you. It's no sense of us being who we are. The church, when we're in this building assembled together, and then when we leave here, we don't be who we are supposed to be. We ought to be the church where we come together and we ought to be the church when we leave our church service because the world needs the church. The world needs the church. And without the church, nobody gets to have eternal life in Christ. Jesus says, I'm going to use the church as the vehicle. The church is the vehicle that gets you to heaven. You can't get to heaven without the church. You can't get saved without the church. I know Jesus is the head. I know Jesus is the one that established all this. But guess what? He is so good at establishing laws of how things need to be done. He established gravity, right? So he is so good at establishing laws of how things must be done. And whether we like it or not, he says, I am going to build my church. I am going to use my church as the vehicle to get you saved, as the vehicle to get you into heaven. So for us to get saved, we got to go to the church. For us to get to heaven, we got to be a part of the church because the church is the vehicle that God uses to save mankind. So I'm here to tell you this morning, this afternoon. The, old, the best way to demonstrate your love for those that you love is to be not normal. Be the church because you're the only hope that they have because if you're like them, you can't help them. You can't help them. Normal. What is normal? Normal is to conform to the standards of this world. So when you say you're normal, when I say I'm normal, what we're saying is, I'm like everybody else in this world. I've conformed to the normal standards of this life. Also, to make it plain and simple, it really means you're just a common type. When you say you're normal, when you act like you're normal, you're just a common type. And can I tell you this? God designed all of us as humans to want to feel special. God didn't create one human that does not want to experience being special. And God is so good at that that God created us all and God makes us all feel like we're special to him. I don't know how he does it. I don't know how he works that work. But every one of us, if you're truly living for God, you feel like you are special. Because God knows we need to feel like we are special. And I'm here to tell you the best way you will ever experience feeling special is by becoming a part of the church. Not by being like everybody else. Because if there's over 8 billion people in the world and you're one of the 8 billion, how special can you be? How special can you be being a part of the over 8 billion or maybe we can say 6 billion since maybe 2 billion could be Christians? 
But how special can you be? It's the minority that will always stand out, not the majority. The majority don't stand out. The majority is normal. The majority is the common type. But we are not the common type. We are not normal. We are the church, the body of Christ. We are the church, and we are the people of the name. We stand out because we're not normal. We're not normal. I'm not trying to be normal, Stace. I'm not trying to fit in. I'm not trying to make people say, yeah, 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 and think that me and them are the same. No, I'm not the same like you. If you're not the church and I'm the church, you're not like me. I'm not going to make you feel less than because I'm going to love you so you can get saved. But you just got to know within yourself as the church that you're not like everybody else. That's not the church. Jesus said, I will build my church. Whose church? Mm -hmm, His church. Not my church. Not your church. Not somebody else's church. I'm telling you, and I believe that something that God is doing in this church is because we make sure we understand this ain't the pastor's church. Uh, this ain't the pastor's family's church. Uh, this ain't the pillar family's church. Uh, this is Christ's church. Uh, this is Jesus's church. Uh, it ain't nobody's church. Uh, and Jesus will rule uh, and have dominion uh, and reign uh, and be the shot caller in this church. I don't know about other pastors, but I, I, am, I am fearful to ever do anything to make me start having influence more than God in his church. Let you in a secret. If I ever feel like anybody in our church seems to be more influenced by the way I talk and by the things that I say and by the things that I do more than what is in the Bible, I, I try not to talk to them. I try to do it nicely. But I, 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 because I am afraid. I don't want anybody to look at me like that. You don't understand. I am afraid for anybody to start looking at me so, you know, like, oh, you know, great man. Listen, man, I want you to see the great God in me. I don't want you to see me. I don't want nobody looking at me like I'm something special. I'm just the church, and the church belongs to God. So it's nothing about me. It's about him. And that's the way we need to see the church. And when you become a part of the church, that's how you need to see it. It's nothing about you. It's about him because he is the head of the church. He is the one that built the church. He is the one that said, it's my church. He said, I will build my church. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Jesus establishes church to be distinct, not normal, different from all other gathering of people. His church is distinct. His church is different. His church is not ordinary. And so when his church is gathered together, it's different from every other gathering that you will ever experience. This is why you hear me sometimes says when we come together, we cannot just sit and listen. We cannot just sit and not be a participator because guess what? You can go watch a basketball game, football game. You can go to a concert. You can go to wherever you can go to and there will be gatherings of people. And my question to you is uh, what makes that gathering any different than this gathering? Uh, And you better be able to answer that. Uh, And if we're just like them, uh, then guess what? We're not being the church uh, because the 
church is not like any other gathering. The church is not like any other assembling. And so when we come together, we got to act like the church. We got to be the church. And we got to let people know we are the church. And we're not like anybody else. We're not like anything else. And we're not like any other gathering. This is why we worship him. This is why we praise him. This is why we sing and we dance. This is why we shout. And we ought to do it so if somebody walk in this church and they say, what is going on? They will think that we're crazy people, that we're not normal. If people come in here and think we're normal, we're not being a church. We're not being a church. Let them come in and say, what is going on? And then I will help them out and say, what you just experienced or what you're seeing I will explain it to them that we're the church and this is what's going on and this is what's transpired. I will explain that to them. But the bottom line is when you come into church, you got to act like you are the church. You can't be like anything else. You're not normal. Tell your neighbor you're not normal. You're the church. You're not normal. You can't be like everybody else. You're the church of the living God. As a matter of fact, 1 Peter 2 and 9 through verse 10, what does it say? But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him who had called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. People, I'm here to tell you today that God says that he has chosen you and he has placed his royalty upon you and he has called you to be holy and he's called you to be a strange, a different a distinct kind of people. That's what peculiar people are. And he did that so we can show forth the praises of him who has called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. God said, I called you out so you can stand out. He called you out of darkness. As a matter of fact, when you're not the church, here is something that is, is a tough pill to swallow, but it's the truth. When you're not a part of the church, you're living in darkness and you don't know. You're living in darkness and you don't know when you're not a part of the church. Because if, if you know how I'm right, this says that God called you out of darkness. So when he called you to be a part of the church, what he's saying is you're walking in darkness. You're living in darkness. But if you will come now, come now, come now and become a part of the church, then you come out of darkness and now you become a, a, a lighthouse. Now you start to live in the light. Now you are the light. Now you are the church. I got to tell you this, stop being tricked by the outward appearance of man and thinking that they're all good. As the church, we walk around and we think that the people that present good, that they're doing good. They're not doing good. You have to know who you are, that if you are not the church, if you're not the people of God, if you're not the people of the name, if you're not who God has called you to be, you're not doing well. I don't care what you project on the outside. I don't care what you look like on the outside. I don't care what you sound like when you talk. If you haven't been called out, if you haven't come out, if you haven't become a part of the church, you're not doing well. You're not doing well. I love it how you see people and they see you and they're not a part of the church and they're trying to tell you how God is good. They're not lying. God is good. But they better not deceive themselves in thinking that they're where they're supposed to be because if they're not a part of the church, if they're not living as the church, they're not where they're supposed to be. When you're being normal, you're not being the church. We have to accept being not normal. 
You have to understand that as the people of God, as the church of the living God, you are not normal. If I could, I'm trying my best to communicate to you today that you have to stop trying to be normal. You have to stop trying to fit in. How in the world can God call you out of something uh, that he says uh, you don't need to be a part of that? I'm calling you to be a part of the greatest entity, a part of the greatest organism that could ever exist. There's nothing like it. And God is calling you to be a part of it. And you're trying to be like everybody else. Oh, I got to make sure I have this certain hairstyle so they can pay attention to me. Oh, I got to make sure I wear this kind of clothes so they can pay attention to me. Oh, I got to make sure I look this way so everybody will know I'm, 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 I'm like them, but I'm, 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 at the, I'm, I'm the cream of the crop like them. Who's that for? The people that are not the church? You're trying to impress the people that are not the church when you're supposed to be the church? They're supposed to be looking at you and saying, my God, there's just something about you. There's just something about you. You got to take pride as a people of God that when you show up, you show up and people are saying, who in the world are you? What is it that's going on in your life? There's something about you I can't figure out. What is it? And you need to say, I am a part of the church. I am a people of the name of the Lord. I am royalty. God has called me out of darkness and brought me into his marvelous light. He has made me a part of his church. I am the body of Christ and I am I'm a child of God. You can't be afraid of saying that. You got to know who you are. And if they don't like you for that, that's all right. You just keep loving them. Don't worry about them not liking you for being the church. You just keep on loving them because sooner or later, they're going to know where to go, where they know the real people are. <laughs> Brother Lewis will tell you that, that when you look around, and you pay attention when you had your ups and your downs and you don't know which way to go and you don't know which way to turn. You will know who the real people of the faith is. You will know who the church is. You will know where to go. And so I'm telling you, you don't have to fit in. You don't have to look like everybody else. You don't have to let them accept you or not. Just make sure you know you live like the church. So when they need the church, they know where to go. You are the hope of your family. You are the hope of your community. You are the hope of all your friends and your co-workers. You are the hope of the people in your community. Because if you are the church and they're not a part of the church, you can help them become a part of the church. Walk around with your head up. Walk around realizing that I've got some power. I can help them. I can help them to know who Jesus is. I can help them to come out of darkness and walk into his light. You got to know that about yourself. You are the church of the living God. Normal people are in darkness and they don't know it. Why would you try to be normal? Why would you try to be normal? Why would you try to be normal? Because if you try to be normal, it means you're going to walk around in darkness and not know. That's what normal people are. I remember, I remember when I wasn't saved. I can go back and look and remember when I wasn't saved. And, and, and no matter how good life was, driving nice cars, always keeping a, 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 a good stack in the pocket, everything going good. But you know, something ain't right, Stacey. It wasn't all just cohesive. It wasn't all just what it needs to be. Something wasn't right in your spirit because you were in darkness. Verse 10 says, which in time past were not a people. You ready for this? 
The Bible says in time past, we were not a people. It's talking about the church now. Before you became a church, you were not a people. <laughs> but now you have become the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. When you become the church, you become the people of God. When you are not the church, yes, you are created by God. Yes, God loves you. But you're not the people of God until you answer the call to become the church. God didn't say he was coming back for some names. He didn't drop names. He didn't name drop. God didn't name drop to say who he was coming back for. I love that. He didn't name drop. He didn't say, Wayne, I'm coming back for you. Janice, I'm coming back for you. Everton, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love you. I'm coming back for you. He didn't name drop. He says, I'm coming back for a church. <laughs> he said, I'm coming back for a church. A church without spot, without wrinkle or any such. He says, I'm coming back for a church. I'm not coming back for individuals. I'm coming back for a church. And so if an individual become a part of the church, you will be able to go with him when he comes back for his bride. I'm coming back for a church. A church. Let me tell you something. We are not normal or ordinary. We are priestly. We are holy, sanctified. We are distinct. We are God's special people. You got to know that. You got to get that in your spirit today. You, you got you to get that in your spirit today. Today cannot just be a message I'm preaching to you. Today got to be God communicating into your spirit, into your soul of who you are, that you're not normal. You're just not just anybody that's walking on the face of this earth. When you repented of your sins, when you were baptized in Jesus' name, when he filled you with his spirit and you endeavored to follow him, you became the church and you became something special special you're not just an ordinary person you're not just normal don't you settle for being normal don't you settle just to be anything or anybody you are the church you are the body of Christ Jesus said the gates of hell will not prevail against the church he didn't say the gates of hell will not prevail against an individual here we go again he is not dealing with individualism, even though he deals with individualism. That might have went over yet. He says the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. Gates in biblical usage refer to fortification. Hell, Hades, is the place of departed spirits. Together, these terms refer to death and dying. The gates of hell, death. And dying is transpiring. And the gates of hell is keeping the death and the dying from being able to escape the death and the dying. Jesus was declaring that the powers of Satan, death, and even Satan minions doing their most powerful work of opposing eternal life would not prevail against the church. Vesta Mangan always say that we can go and snatch souls out of 
hell. We don't have to fear the gates because the gates don't stop us from doing what God wants us to do. So the church can snatch some people, can just snatch some saints, snatch some people that are corrupted, just, just get them delivered. And it might not be the physical hell that they're in, but how they're living their life, they're heading that way. And until the church ministers to them, until the church reach out to them, they're going to go straight to Hades. And we have to wake up and realize we have the power, we have the authority to snatch them back, to pull them out from going to eternal damnation. we got to realize that. That's how much we're special and not normal. If you're not the church, you can't keep anybody from going to hell. Only the church can keep people from going to hell. You still want to be normal? You still want to be like everybody else? Or do you want to be who God said you are, the church, that you are not normal? The church cannot die. This is not an organization. This is not an entity. This is not an assembling of people that at some point in time is going to just dissolve. Or some catastrophe will come and destroy it. Or some pandemic is going to come and make it useless. I'm here to tell you nothing can stop the church. The church cannot die. The church cannot be stopped. The church cannot be overthrown. The church is powerful. The church is not normal. And if you're a part of the church, you are not normal. I've come to sound the trumpet to the northeast to tell you uh, I want to be as safe as I can but guess what I'm not going to let any pandemic I'm not going to let no endemic or nothing stop me from being who I'm supposed to be which is the church I'm going to do my best to be safe I'm going to do what I got to do to respect the laws but I'm not going to let nothing stop me from being the church of the living God I am the church you are the church and nothing can stop us and we ought to be who we're supposed to be, the church of the living God. For God we live and for God we die. We got to just come to terms with it. We got to come to terms with it that if I live, I'm, a, I'm in Christ. And if I die, I gain eternal life. And so in, with that mindset, I cannot be stopped. I cannot be destroyed. And no matter what happens to me, I'm going to be all just better off. Can I help somebody in here? Can I help somebody in here? There was a time... When I had my younger children, my two, my two oldest, they were old enough where I'm saying they know how to handle themselves. And then here come these two young ones. And so in my mind, I'm saying, my God, I can't die now. I got to be fine. I got to be strong. I got to be able to take care of the kids. And then finally it hit me. If I so clothe the lilies of the field. <laughs> if I feed the birds, <laughs> how much more will I take care of your children, Wayne? If I take you home and leave your children there, they are going to be fine. And after he gave me that understanding, I said, God, I'm just going to be who I'm supposed to be. And if I die, I just want to die in you. And I know you'll take care of my children. 
We're going to get some people to go there with me. Are you going to go there with me to know if God take you now, it means your children going to be fine. And you don't have to sit there saying, God, don't take me now because what's going to happen to my children? God can take your children. You got to be who you're supposed to be so that devil don't put any fear in your heart or put any fear in your mind. The Bible says God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. We got to stop fearing and understand that God has everything under control. He is sovereign. He's all powerful. He's omnipresent. He's omnipotent. Oh, God is omniscient. We need to trust him and know he will do exceeding Abundant, whatever we may ask or think, God is in control. You can trust Him with everything. We are the church and we have His name. God can take care of our children. God can take care of everything that we have need of. God can take care of it. We don't have to worry. I'm here to tell somebody today, if you're not a part of the church, you can become a part of the church. Oh, no, 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 no. It's not just believing that you become a part of the church. I told you what the Bible says to become a part of the church. Have faith in God. Repent of all your sins. Get baptized in Jesus' name, not in the titles Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, but in the name of Jesus Christ. Let somebody declare the name over you, because in God, in his name, there's all kind of power in his name. And so when we, when we declare the name of Christ over you, when we baptize you, we declare the fullness of God over you. And so you get baptized in his name. He will fill you with his spirit. And when you follow him, you now are walking in the kingdom. You are now operating by the authority of the power of God, and you are now a part of the church. You are the church, and nothing can prevail against you, and God will see to it that you prevail against everything else. We are the church. We are the church. We're not normal. And we got to stop acting like we're normal. We are not normal. We're not like everybody else. Everybody else don't have the Holy Ghost inside of them. Everybody else don't have the name of Jesus applied to their life. Everybody else can't speak with tongues. Everybody else can't cast out demons. You remember the story in the book of Acts uh, that the sons of Sceva, the devil ran them up out of Dodge uh, because they thought that they can cast out demons. Uh, and the devil says, Paul, I know. Peter, I know. Jesus, I know. But who are you? Uh, because if you're not a part of the church, uh, the devils don't care nothing about you because you can't do nothing to the devils. Uh, but if you're a part of the church, uh, the devils, uh, they have to submit uh, to your authority uh, because you have authority to say, devil, I bind you uh, in the name of Jesus and I command you to leave this place to leave this place to leave this place because we have that authority we have authority we have power we have the name we are the church and we're not normal we are the church and we have power we are the church and we can do great things Let's stand to our feet. The Bible says 
that they that know their God shall be strong and will do exploits. Church, I can't tell you enough. I believe God wants to use us to do exploits. I believe God wants to use us to do exploits. You are the people of the name. You are the people of the faith. You are the building blocks of Christ. And God has set you in the body as he pleases. There's an anointing upon you. 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 God wants to use you because he's anointed you. He's anointed you. The gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. The gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. You have power with God. You have power with God. You can bind and loose. You have power with God. Normal people don't have power with God. But the church have power with God. The church have power with God. Listen to me. You don't have to worry about anything. You know from the day the church was established, from the day that God built the church, guess what? The church have been persecuted. They've tried to stop the church. Even in the pandemic, there are places where they try to tell the church they couldn't gather. But hear me today. The Bible says that the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. And I don't care if it's pandemic. I don't care if it's endemic. I don't care what it is. Nothing can stop the church because the church is not a building. The church is a people of the name. The church is a people that are not normal and nothing can stop the church. God has given you authority. God has given you authority as the church. You're not normal. Act like you are not normal. Don't come into this building together and begin to praise and magnify the Lord. Begin to talk in tongues. Begin to lay hands on the sick and have them recover. Don't come in here and look for God to work through you and demonstrate signs and wonders. And then you go out there and you want to act like all the people out there. That makes no sense. We are not going to be hypocrites. If we are the church, when we gather together, we're going to be the church. We're going to talk in tongues. We're going to cast out demons. We're going to operate in the gifts of the Spirit. And also when we go beyond these walls, because the church is not about the building structure. The church are the people that's been called out and placed together. That's who we are. And what we do in here is how we're going to live out there. How we do in here is how we're going to do out there. Let's not back down. Let's not back up. Let's not act like we are like everyone else and that we're normal. Church, we're not normal. When we leave this building today, let's go out there and act like the church. Let's go out there and do like the church is supposed to do. Let's go out there and call those things that are not as though they were. Speak the things of God. Demonstrate by the power of God because we are the church. You can speak the things of God into existence because God is with you. Come on, worship the Lord in here today. Come on, bless the name of Jesus today. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, bless the Lord, oh my soul. Oh, bless the Lord, oh my soul. Somebody worship the Lord today. Tap into the power that God has already put in you. You have the Holy Ghost. You have the Holy Ghost. Let the Holy Ghost flow through you now because you are the church. You are the child of God. 
Let the Holy Ghost flow through you today. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Get your authority back and demonstrate in God. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Have your way, Jesus. Have your way, Lord. Build your church, oh great God. We are the building blocks. We are the stones. Use us, almighty God. Use us, almighty God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody. Do something today. Let the Lord use you. Let the power of God flow. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Have your way, Jesus. Have your way, Lord. Yes. We proclaim your truth. And in Jesus' name, we will not fail. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. From the crown of his head to the sole of his feet, Lord God. Let the power of God overshadow him. Quicken him by your spirit, Lord God. Let the Holy Ghost that preeminence now, Lord God. Show him the gift that's inside of him, Lord God. Oh God, I command every stronghold to loose him right now. I command every stronghold to set you free now by the authority of the word of God and the power of the name of Jesus. I command you to be free. I command you to be free in the name of Jesus. Oh, 
one thing I desire, only this I see, just to dwell, dwell, dwell here forever. This will be my posture, laying at your feet. Oh, just to dwell, dwell.
and you have not yet given your life to God, if you have not surrendered yourself to the Lord, this afternoon before we conclude the service, you can either call us, you can walk up to the front, we will pray for you. If you want to get baptized in Jesus' name, we can get you baptized this afternoon. You are not the same church. We were called together for such a time as this. Now is when our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. Hallelujah. Tomorrow is not promised to us. Today, if you hear his voice today, harden that your heart. congregation if you can stand with us also wherever you are whatever you're doing amen I want to give honor to where honor is due oh Lord Jesus Christ is great and is worthy to be praised Father God we honor you this afternoon Lord God we give you all the glory and all the honor today Lord God 
We thank you, Lord God, for the man of God that you bring forth in this podium this morning, Lord God, to preach your word, Lord God. We pray and ask you, Lord God, that you'll continue to bless him, continue to anoint him, continue to use him for your glory, Lord God. I pray for every person that is in this place, for our online congregation this afternoon, Lord God, that you will bless us, that you will keep us, that you'll help us, Lord God, to know that we are special. We are chosen for such a time as this. We ask you, Lord God, that you will dismiss us from this place, but never from your presence. Let your will be done, your kingdom come, as we give you the glory and as we give you all the honor. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Hallelujah. If there's someone here this afternoon and you want to give your life to the Lord, we invite you to come forward this afternoon. Hallelujah. And surrender your all to the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give the Lord another round of applause this afternoon. Lord bless you. Amen. Amen. Continue to serve the Lord with all your heart. You dismiss in Jesus' name. Worship the Lord. If you want to continue to worship the Lord, feel free to worship the Lord in Jesus' name.